Hello and welcome to a brand new Five Heart Podcast live on a Thursday night, 9 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock, other less important places. The only time zone that matters is Central. We've been very firm about that over the last several years of the Five Heart Podcast. Regardless, we thank you all for joining us. Uh, I'm your host, Greg Mahochko, and this is Minnie Hunt. And Minnie, it's great to see you. And Thank you. Was- great to be here. It would be better if we were celebrating a Nebraska men's basketball victory, but that one's out of the realm of our control. Yeah, that was, um, it was close. Up until the end, they just kind of let it get away from them, I feel like. Oh, Melissa's I... here already. Welcome, uh, Melissa. Melissa says hello, everyone. Hello. And, uh, the, the viewers are climbing. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and X. Um, <laughs> thanks, Fred. Yeah. Thank you. Once again, I have I have pro- properly been demoted to panelist. So I need a shirt for copycorn.com that just has panelist with a picture of a microphone. But I digress. Uh, hello, Scott. Scott Schrader's here. Says hello to us uh, and everybody hello. else. So, I yeah. So I got home from work after eight thirty. Changed. I was. I messaged you. I said I'll send you the link so that you can oh. uh, get in here. Um, and I was eating a peanut butter sandwich because oh that's what happens. And uh, so here we are. We made it. That's that's just a whirlwind. So you didn't get to watch the game. I didn't get to watch the game. Mm. So okay. I I'm, probably I'm, a good thing. No, you know I'm a big big loser because I didn't get to watch it. Uh, I have <laughs> I feel like they probably would have won if I would have. It's all your fault, Greg. So much in life is my fault, Minnie. I let's just add something. <laughs> you know the the, the camel's One back hasn't thing. broke yet. Let's let's keep adding more straw. We can all just blame Greg that we didn't win this one. Yep, thanks. Mm, you're welcome. Blame, don't don't even name me. Just say blame the panelist. That okay. That that, that we've <laughs> sunk to such depths. That that Nebraska panelist. Yeah. Uh, um. So yeah, obviously we'll talk about uh, the game Nebraska at Ohio State, um, and next week we're going to have uh, at, at least I say. Tentatively, I think it's all going to work out. We'll have uh, someone to talk uh, about Nebraska basketball. At that point, the only game that they will have left is the Michigan game uh, on the right. road. Uh, so, you know, we should have uh, a, a coordination contributor, coordination writer, uh, to visit with us about not just Nebraska, but uh, looking into the uh, Big Ten tournament. Uh, he he's a longtime Big Ten. Uh, men's basketball fans. So uh, we'll be joined by Kevin Knight next week. Again, I say tentatively, I think it's all going to work out. Um, but yeah, that'll be next week. This week, we're just going to be sad. No, we're not going to be sad. Since we oh. last talked, we've actually had a win at home. And just, I mean, I know it's fresh and, you know, it's kind of one of those things that we have to talk about, but we won on Sunday. We beat those, what is it called? Greamy, gross, grimy, gopher guts. Something like that. <laughs> I can't remember it all. 
If John were here, he would know. And that was a nice win. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, double digit at home, 7355. Uh, it, it was it was a standout performance um, in that game. It's just, you know, uh, one of my I'm not saying that I'm overly managed at work, but uh, one of my managers, the mentality is, what have you done for me lately? So, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, MK knows recency bias. Yeah. So we're sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so le- I mean, let's let's talk about the happiness. Let's talk about whoever's trying to fall through the roof in my house. Apparently um, this past Sunday, Nebraska did take on Minnesota at home mm-hmm. PBA where they have been pretty damn good. Uh, and they got the 73-55 win. And once again, you know, when, when you break it down and you look at scoring, it came from, you know, a lot of a lot of places. Rick Mass didn't have his best game. He had 10 points. Uh, Casey Tominaga had six. But you had Jawan Gary with 22 points, Bryce Williams 15. Um, Jamarcus Lawrence had 11. And Josiah Alec had nine, but he – is such an electrifying player and what he was doing on the defensive side of the court really mm-hmm. I think uh, eclipsed you know his his offensive um you know productivity in that regard but here we go james says great big gobs of greasy grimy gopher guts thank <laughs> you that's, so, that's it that's who uh, they are yeah gum <laughs> gophers um so it was it was it was a really well played game um and and I go back. I always go back to the depth of this team because a player like C.J. Wilcher didn't have a point uh, against Minnesota, but at the same time, he was the player who led us uh, against Wisconsin. So you never know. It, it, one of the uh, I saw. I can't remember who. I, I don't know if it was at ESPN or uh, Fox Sports or Big Ten, but one of the analysts said that Nebraska, and this was prior to tonight's loss, but said that Nebraska is a sweet 16 uh, team. And that's hard to believe. (laughs) Um, You know, you're talking about a lot of the things that are on Section 3. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. sorry. And we haven't even gotten through all of one. (laughs) I... um... (laughs) Okay, let's let's back up. Can we? Uh, Josh is here and speaking in tongues. Um, can we, uh, Mini, bring in uh, the the third and probably most well, may not most second most popular uh, part of tonight's show? Okay, which is is it? Oh. Oh, what do you have there? Wait, what's that? What is going on? It's back. Oh my gosh. It's back. The reason everybody's here. The yinglings are back. Beautiful can. Okay, so is that a 30 pack? It's a 24. Okay. But I think it's, it's a 24 pack. Scott knows what's up. Um, it's important to know. I I wanted to bring more audio presentation for that. Play some exciting <laughs> music, but I knew that that would be copyright problem. And uh, 
Yep. That's right. Vince <laughs> says panelists just can't follow a script. Thanks, Vince. Like that's a hard like, time. Look, I get it. I know exactly where I am in this show. All right. <laughs> this used to be my show. Now I'm the plucky sidekick. All right. Who has maybe a drinking problem. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's right. I looked happier than Ralphie with the red rider. Um, so that's uh, oh, cute. Not the only excited person to hold a case of Yingling. I just want you to know. Um, also, don't ask how long it took to make these photos. I'm embarrassed because I'm not great at Photoshop. But here, here's a great one. This here is a gentleman who's very excited to hold a case of Yingling. <laughs> so take that. Uh, I, yeah, I think Ying, a case of Yingling might go further than a, than a Money in the Bank briefcase. You know, that, that's an incredible advertisement. I right. would drink it if if I got muscles like him. I mean, I not quite like him, but <laughs> I don't think the the muscles came from the Yingling, though. Well, I think that's kind of implied with the advertisement there. And how about this one? Nothing says victory like a Casey Yingling. <sighs> Love it. Again, I'm I'm horribly disappointed. At- how long uh, it it took me to make the you know Photoshop these images, um, but you were bored. I was Isn't dedicated. That Henry, that's Henry Ford. That's Harry Truman. Here, oh, <laughs> and, wow! And, and the the newspaper that you can't see because again somebody expertly uh, clipped out mm-hmm. and, and replaced it is because the newspaper was predicting that his. Uh, political opponent for for the presidential race. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but it was Dewey. In the newspaper that he's holding up says Dewey defeats Truman. Of course, that didn't happen. Uh, Truman was elected president, and 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 you know now we know the rest. Truman, of course, the tie-in to college football is that the Missouri Tigers mascot is named Truman because Harry Truman was from Missouri. Oh. Scott Schrader says Ying is now the official beer of the Five Heart Podcast. Not wrong. If only I could just get it shipped to Illinois, but no. Whoever so had the how did, how did you get that? How'd you get that case? Oh, uh, case? it is a case. Um, great uh, question, and I love that this is housekeeping. But again, we don't check the notes. It's more of a guideline than a structure <laughs> um somebody in the comments last week said if you know anybody in missouri should couldn't you just ask them so you don't have to drive to missouri and i do i have a co-worker who works in missouri so he acquired it we made the swap and uh, all is good in greg land so you're welcome i couldn't have done without the five heart podcast in the chatterfields so <laughs> All right, uh, let's get back on, to, uh, not back on, let's get on topic. Okay. Instant reaction against Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. Men's basketball, number one. So we're not not skipping anymore. I'm, we got this. We got this. We, we can totally do this. We're going to figure it out. Yes, Nebraska lost tonight at Ohio State, 78-69, and Let's react to it in an instantaneous manner. That's a bummer. It was. 
Uh, Rank mass, 14 points. Jamarcus Lawrence, 14. Those are the only two players in double figures for Nebraska. Kese Tomonaga had nine, eight for C.J. Wilcher, who we just mentioned, seven for Bryce Williams, eight for Jawan Gary, five for Sam Hoiberg. Just not the the crisp presentation uh, that they have had. it was it was a good fight all the way up until the end. I mean, I feel like it was pretty even, and I, you know, I just feel like they're a fourth quarter team where they really come alive. And I really, even though they were trailing for most of the game, I was expecting this to go into overtime, and they just let it get away from them. So, I mean, the score being seventy-eight to sixty-nine looks pretty bad but it wasn't it was it was a lot closer of a game it was let's see uh trailing by two at halftime 39 37 i think at one point um i caught a score not live it was just you know in in the slack chat or something like that that was uh, nebraska might have been up 35 32 um none of that is verifiable (laughs) i suppose um (laughs) but you know to it, it was again. I, I at the end of the day, just wasn't Nebraska's best effort. Um, to be fair, apparently Ohio State has a good ball player by the name of Jamison Battle had thirty two points. I mean, that's that right there matches all of Nebraska's second half scoring by itself. So, um, yeah, you know, you're gonna find nights like this, and I honestly, I'd rather it be tonight than in the Big Ten tournament than in the NCAA tournament. Right. And, you know, the the announcers, usually I don't like announcers and the things that they have to say because they seem like they're not biased towards Nebraska. But, you know, they did mention how we have had a hard time winning on the road and how it actually plagues most of the Big Ten. So it'll be interesting when we actually do get to go to the playoffs, how... We do. I'm actually going to pull up. I'm, I'm, I, I wanted to have this prepared, but again, who's got that kind of? <laughs> um, there's only one team in the Big Ten that has a winning road conference record. And it's a team that didn't win in Nebraska, <laughs> but Purdue, Purdue is six and three on the road. Illinois is four and four. Again, this is all, you know, I guess, as of you know today. If, if Illinois played tonight or something and, and that, that would affect things. Uh, Northwestern, Wisconsin are both three and six. Nebraska, again, probably ahead of tonight's contest, were one and eight. Um, it, it's just not a – it's not an easy conference. And we've talked about this before. I don't want to necessarily rehash a ton. But it's just not an easy conference to play – to win on the road. So um, Northwestern did it last night against Maryland. But the rare the road Big Ten wins are few and far between. Yeah. That's why I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I mean we have we have one game at home, Rutgers, and then we have one game away, uh, Michigan, right? Correct. Um Rutgers this Sunday, Michigan on next Sunday or or which is also uh, uh well, I guess that's not selection Sunday, that's after the conference tournament. So, um, no, that's not right. Cause next week, 
Crap. Hold on. I got it right here. I'm dumb. I don't have to guess. I just have to be smart. All right. Yeah. So I was right. Rutgers is senior night is this Sunday, 530 Central. Again, the only time zone that matters. Uh, and here's the difference that a week can make. 530 Central this Sunday, 11 a.m. Central Daylight Time next Sunday uh, at Michigan. So. Uh, oh, so what that, does that mean? Is that you? That, it, so that's Central right. You're in Arizona. Yeah, we never You're, change. Right. So that means that, uh, <laughs> when, you know, the rest of the country, uh, when we go to bed on Saturday, we're going to turn our clocks forward, except most of us have smart devices that automatically adjust and then we lose an hour of sleep. So, Ooh. Gain an hour in the fall, lose an hour because we spring forward, fall back. Does that affect you at all? Losing not, an hour of sleep? No. Not anymore, just because with the kids, like they wake up at the same time regardless. I mean, same time to them, you know. Okay. So the, the difference would be it would be, you know, what, what they would normally wake up is six o'clock in the morning. It would say seven o'clock on the dial. So it's like, ooh. Oh, that's nice. So. It it doesn't yeah. make any difference in the in the grand scheme. I'm still tired. When it's all said, <laughs> uh, Josh says the whole country needs to join Arizona. The time change is bull spit. Mm-hmm. That's um, why I live here. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's talk about to the game tonight because Fred said that those announcers must have said something good about Dylan because Minnie isn't t- uh, tire slash isn't in tire slashing mode. I. I didn't hear them say anything about Dylan. And they lived no. to tell the tale. They did, yes. <laughs> usually, I, I, you're right. Usually, I don't really like the announcers. Also, um, unrelated to that, James says, with it being a quad one loss, it's not that damaging. Uh, it will definitely uh, hurt if we lose to Michigan. So. Okay. And Terry, so that's the we- last game. And we definitely talk, uh, address this, Terry. Another Big Ten road loss, nothing new for any Big Ten team. Um, again, even, you know, you have the top teams in the conference who have been uh, Purdue and Wisconsin. Illinois is up there now. Illinois is past Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin's got a three and six road record. Um, but Purdue was at one point the number one team in the country. They still have three road losses. They're 25 and three over. So it's very like heavy at the top of the conference. Um, mm. Nebraska and Northwestern, both at 20 wins and nine and eight losses respectively. Again, I don't know if this updated after tonight's loss, uh, Illinois is 21 and seven Purdue's 25 and three. I mean, Purdue's Purdue's playing good ball. Now they're nine and one in their last 10. Nebraska is six and four in their last 10. Um, mm. Again, I'm not counting tonight because I don't think Big10.org updated that quickly. That would be shocking if that was the case. So, um, Should we move on to housekeeping? Let's because we're going to talk more about basketball in a second. Yes, let's move on to housekeeping. What do you have for us? Um, so the reason that John's not here tonight is that he cannot do two nights in a row. We're doing a double feature 
not exactly a double feature. What do they call that? A double double header. Back to back. Back to back. Tonight and tomorrow night, we will be watching Young Guns at 7.30 Central Time. Right? I don't think we ever said anything about a time. I thought it'd be <laughs> 9 o'clock when you talk about 7.30. Well, okay. So if it's not 7.30, John has the time wrong. I don't. I don't know where he got nine or seven thirty. He put it on his calendar at seven thirty. Yeah, you have access to his calendar. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on in this world? Well, okay. So you know that I'm also. I still watch all the shows. I'm still part of the chat as right. much as possible. And on Monday night, he made an announcement that we're going to be watching the movie on Friday night, and he said, "I have it on my calendar for seven thirty. Only if he wants my children screaming around in the background. I don't, which I don't so, want personally. <laughs> we kind of have to make sure that he's going to be there because that's what everyone was uh, paying for, right? Oh yeah, because yeah. he's the one who doesn't like Young Guns. And you know, I did a little research on this movie. Mm-hmm. They made it in 1988. Right. I mean that. Okay. It's a that was a long time ago. That's how was time works. 20? That was over thirty years ago. <laughs> that, that, that's a long time ago, but okay. I have confidence in us. I think we'll. I'm just thinking. There's probably a lot better westerns that have been made since. Maybe not. Oh yes, but this one specifically, and I don't even—I don't even remember how we got. Highland, on, Highlander on the, Gun, I think. It is. It's definitely. Correct me if I'm gun. wrong. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, all I know is that John said I hate that movie, and I said, "Well, you had a brain injury, so you used to love peanut butter, and you hate that. So maybe the opposites change. Maybe you'll love the movie. Um, maybe you John, will." Josh says, I bet it's just as good today as it was in 1988. Um, <laughs> and MK says, John hasn't aged much in 30 years based on that picture. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's about time that we threw a party like this. It'd be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So. 1988. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> That's how time works. Quote of the year. Thanks, Roger. I appreciate that. Um, all right. Other housekeeping. If I if I may take the ball. Please. Remember, if you're uh, on YouTube, make sure you smash that like button. I, I, I just use click, but other people use smash. I'm going to go with it. Uh, and then subscribe if you haven't already. Make sure you hit that notification bell so that you are notified every time we drop new content or schedule a live stream just like this. Uh, so that you're notified because... We love this community that we have built over the last couple of years, and uh, we don't want we don't want any of you to miss the show. So you do your part. We'll keep dropping content and and having these fun shows. And all you got to do is show up and make fun of me in the comments and uh, bring your Husker love. That's really what it's all about. Okay. That's exactly right. And you already talked about our special guest next week, who, by the way, I did a little research on him. I assume you're friends with him. I know Kevin a little bit. Okay. 
I found out that he's been writing about Husker basketball since 2019. Mm -hmm. So five years he's been suffering through. He's also uh, by birth a Michigan State fan. And he's been writing, I don't want to say writing less for us. Um, I mean, he's still, I don't know, he's still considered part of the coordination family, I suppose. But but he, he started, I think, this past offseason doing more on a Sparty site. So oh, dear. That's right. he's a good dude. Good dude. Um, now that I know that. I'm I shouldn't have told you. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> um, all right. Before we move out of housekeeping, Roger Moore wants to ask if beer is in housekeeping. Um, I don't know if you if you missed that part, Roger, but I'm happy to show again. Beer's not just in housekeeping. Beer's all throughout, and beer's going to be with us for a little while because we've got the beers. It's very tough to hold an open and not full case of beer. I just want you all to know. Appreciate the struggles that I go through for your benefit. I'm going to make a suggestion, Greg. Empty the beers? No. Oh. When you... Have the case emptied. That cardboard. Mm-hmm. You see how pretty that is. I think yeah. you ought to frame that and put it behind your. Yeah, right there. Okay. Okay. That, that yeah. would be pretty. A little red. I. Now, what? What about? I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm all for decorating. Um, what <laughs> about? You know, sometimes I have to use this desk area for work purposes. And sometimes I have some of those Zoom or Teams meetings. Just your thoughts on what I would do with the beer insignia (laughs) on the wall. Just pull it off the wall. Uh, So Vince says, room temperature wall. No, I actually, when I got the case yesterday, I immediately put a few in the fridge. And not only that, but I have my... My little beer tote. So we're good. Uh, Scott says, I didn't mean to cut you off, Minnie, but uh, Scott says, Minnie made you feel really old mentioning, or made him feel real old mentioning 1988. 1988. Mm, that was a good vintage. Um, please tell me you blur out your background on Zoom meetings. You're going to make... You're you're gonna make your coworkers look, look at your fan and your boob light. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <clears throat> so for for those meetings, I usually don't even have the camera on because I don't have to. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. So Vince, again, no room temperature beer. Nobody would want that. Um. Let's see. That's right. Aaron Rostovsky. See, Aaron, I know. Smash that like button like Greg smashes. Uh, Greg, Jesus. <laughs> Greg smashes Yinglings. This is my first. I'm just reading and talking anyway. Um, all right. Okay. Fred says, Greg, put the box on the wall and empties on the shelf like a frat boy. I mean to do it tastefully. Frame it. You could even mat it. It'll give us a focal point other than your ceiling fan. That's all. 
suggestion. You know, all I'm saying <laughs> is when it gets warm enough, I might actually turn the fan on. Do you think <laughs> do you think the comment section is ready for that? <laughs> uh Fred says that you're zoom shaming me. <laughs> and I wonder if if you work on these uh comedy bits and save them for Thursday nights. No. All right. <laughs> Bless your heart. It's okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to help you out. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Wow. You are from the South a little bit, aren't you? Yes. This is what I'm saying. Arizona is in the South. It's, I don't think it is. <laughs> Can we move on? Southwest. Section three. Um, let, me, let me double check section three. No, not yet. Uh, real quick is because Scott says that uh, the the loss tonight gave another reason to dislike the Buckeyes. That's right. Yeah. So now we can move on to section three. Okay. Before we do, real quick. I just want you to know, on Monday night's show, somebody from the comments said to John and Todd, where's Greg and Minnie? The panelists. No, they didn't say the panelists. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just threw the, you are just, you know what? I'm going to put this one back up by MK says, let's all stop picking on Greg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Yes. It's good to be missed. Um, all right. Number three. Okay. Well, that is the preview for Rutgers. At home, yes. 5.30 this Sunday, sold out. Hanging <laughs> from the rafters? Yep. Nice. And the last time we played them was in New Jersey, January 17th. It was a loss in overtime. I think we might remember that. 87 to 82. Correct. But right now, well, as of a couple hours ago when I did this, Rutgers was ranked 12th in the Big Ten. I think they had like six, I forget what their win-loss record was. It wasn't very good. 13 now. Wow. Uh, six and 10 in the conference. They are 14 and 13 overall. And they have a paltry two and six road record. I shouldn't say that because Nebraska's one and eight, but you know what I'm saying? They um they have not they're four and six in their last ten, and uh they're on a three game losing streak. Oh, this this actually feels really good. Feels I, like we're gonna I I'm gonna take a quick gander. I apologize at uh, even using the word. Um, but I do feel like Nebraska is a very different team at home than they are on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, not to beat it uh, to death, most teams in the Big Ten are. Mm -hmm. I, I think that Nebraska's a far better than five-point team, or you know, I guess 6.5 to tie, 6 to defeat, um, against Rutgers when they're playing at PBA. And with the kind of season that they've had at Pinnacle Bank Arena this year, um, again, we talked about their road. I mean, they're nine to zero in the conference. There are only three teams 
in the Big Ten that are undefeated at home, Purdue, Northwestern, and Nebraska. So, I don't know. I I, I don't want to go out on a crazy limb and make any wild you know, statements, but I don't see how Nebraska loses this game. I don't think it's a crazy limb, and here's why. Besides everything you just said. I told you about the announcers at the game tonight. Even they recognized how insane the crowd is at PBA when Nebraska's at home. There's, I mean, it's, it rivals nobody else. And I think that just hypes up all the players. I mean, how can you not, you know, play to your very best and make all those, you know, rebounds like Josiah Alec, his rebounding was off the hook with Minnesota. I mean, I feel like he almost, he practically won the game for us with his defensive. Let's Um, see. I'm listening. That's all I had on that first side. (laughs) (laughs) I was just looking at my notes real quick. Um, Let's see here. I want to pull up those stats quickly. Yeah, I mean, uh, Alec had eight rebounds against uh, Minnesota. Um, You know, if you look at the the downside, Nebraska didn't rebound particularly well uh, tonight. I mean, Rank had uh, Rank had a double double. He had fourteen points, twelve boards, um, but that was. That accounted for more than a third of the team's overall rebounds. Um, so they just weren't totally um, you know, spread out there. Uh, so, but you're right. When Josiah Alec, you know, it, it, it is such an incredible atmosphere. It's, it's a fun, it's fun even to watch on TV when Nebraska plays at home. And with this being their last uh, opportunity to see this team on the home court, you're right. Standing room only. It's going to be bonkers. Um, I so wish I could. I, I mean, I'm going to make it a point to be at a game next year for sure. Um, it's senior night, too, by the way. Correct. Which means we have two seniors, Josiah Alec and um, Casey Tomonaga. So... It'll be kind of bittersweet for them. There was a nice, um, I think it was a, a Big Ten network reporter who had, I want to say that, I, I don't think it was someone from national, I think it was conference, but uh, was really commenting on how uh, the Alec family, the Alec siblings have been there this se- in their mm-hmm. respective seasons showing support. So Josiah Alec, you know, with members of the men's basketball team was always there supporting uh, Becca in volleyball. And Becca is now always, you know, uh, found a PBA supporting her brother as well. So, um, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's great to see those moments. Um, but Alex's presence on the court will be missed, uh, mm-hmm. you know, after this year. So, 
He and in, in say so we've got uh, Husker Bob saying that Tominaga was awful tonight and is incapable of playing good D. <laughs> um, I just want to pull up tonight's stats again so I can take a look. Yeah, again, he, he, nine points, one assist, two turnovers, a steal. And, I mean, just didn't have his, his best game. Um but again, I would, I would much rather his not best game be now, you know, on, on February 29th, where he's not going to see it pop up in his Facebook memories for another four years uh, than in the Big Ten tournament or in the NCAA tournament. Um, sure. Let's see. Aaron says, wants to know, how can we lose when Dylan's in the building? Am I right, Minnie? <laughs> it's true. Um, and I think we mentioned, I'll uh, hit it again yeah, in case yeah. I got a, I got a bad memory. Uh, Rutgers did defeat Michigan 82 52 tonight. So. Oh, wow. So that's Nebraska's next final two opponents in the regular season. So. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, um, you know, Fred Hoiberg gave a press conference yesterday. He talked about how the Huskers, have been number one in defense since February 1st in the country. And second was Houston. So these guys are playing their hearts out. I mean, they are defending. Even if they aren't making the shots, they are, I mean, how can you be number one and still win by 18 at, with Minnesota? You're right. That relies solely on the defense um, because as poorly as, as the offense was at home against Minnesota on Sunday, the defense was what kept it. It's very reminiscent of, you know, this past fall on, on the football field. The defense kept them in the game. Uh, I keep thinking the same exact thing. So. It's like they all had a, a conference like this is we're going to go big on defense okay we're going to make our teams win by defense and actually i do think that you have to have a great defense to win in any sport in the big 10 you're absolutely right <laughs> i'm sorry i read i read fred's comment february 1st that's so long ago me greg that's how time works <laughs> God bless you, Fred. Uh, I got me. I didn't. I didn't. I say it once. All right. It becomes. A, it becomes a thing. All right. Uh, so, right. Uh, with the the defense being as stout as they have been, uh, and with the depth that we've been talking about here the last several weeks uh, on this show, on the uh, bench, on the roster. You know, again, we look at that Minnesota game, and we have uh, eight players uh, scoring, even if they're. Uh, let's see here. Ow. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Six players scoring, eight players playing. Uh, Wilcher and Hoiberg didn't have points uh, in that game against uh, Minnesota, but again, they're you know Sam Hoiberg had played over 21 minutes uh, against Minnesota. Uh, coming up with five rebounds, um, a steal. I mean, we, we talk all the time about his uh, defensive acumen. 
Um, and then we look at tonight against Ohio State. And, you know, again, a bunch of guys getting 20-plus minutes, uh, rank mass being the, the workhorse of the night with over 31 minutes of uh, time on the court. Um, you know, again, the, the shots weren't falling tonight, but you know, Ohio State is not uh, Rutgers or Minnesota or um, Michigan. I mean, they're bottom half of the conference, but they're, you know, they're going to – the thing with Ohio State is they fired their head coach, and and what I see, uh, you know, I think we see a lot of times when a head coach gets fired is that there's a, a surge of the rally, right? Uh, of of yeah. of um, I don't want to say necessarily positive productivity or or enthusiasm or energy, um, but I, I think that'll fizzle out eventually. It just is unfortunate that it all happened right when Nebraska was scheduled to play in Columbus. It's true. Oh, um, Melissa, nail on the head. Volleyball also uses defense. There you go. They all got together. <laughs> and baseball and softball also play defense. Hey, um, baseball. I was at the baseball game this past weekend. Yeah, tell us about that because that's – Hold on, wait. Hold on. That's not on – we can't talk about it. It's not on the list. I forgot. All right, moving on. <laughs> No, tell, how how was it, uh, Nebraska baseball Gorgeous. against the Grand Canyon University? Yep, it was beautiful, beautiful weather, beautiful facilities. Like I parked, they have a parking garage right next to the field, which is, I mean, it rivaled the Diamondbacks field in my opinion. It was so great, and. I actually went Saturday night also after like right at the ninth inning. So I got to see Aaron kept saying that he thought that the pitcher was trying to like start a fight with like GCU's pitcher. Mm -hmm. He struck him out at the bottom of the ninth, right? (laughs) It was not a fight. I was there. This is, he, right, walk he, us through. Walk us through because I'm not familiar. Okay, so I mean, really, I think I feel like most most of the stands are pretty full up until the very end. And if okay, so the last up to bat was the pitcher for Nebraska. His last name is Karen C A R O N. I think number fifty five or fifty two, something like that, and. She knows so, number if his name was Dylan Roll. <laughs> so it was it was actually right. like a low. I said Dylan Rule. I meant Dylan Rayleigh. Everybody knows what I meant. Ryle. We know who you mean. And it was it was like a full count. And sure enough, the GCU pitcher struck him out. And <laughs> don't tell me I was there. I was there. But it just looked like he was so excited about the game. And I get it that you're not supposed to, like, walk towards, you know, the the hitter. But he just looked like he was excited about the game, that he struck out, you know, the last guy. And they won because they didn't win the other three games. So that's all I was going to say. Number five. Thank you, Aaron. 
Aaron Rostovsky coming in with the knowledge, dropping the know-how. Well, he knows. He's the baseball guy. He is the baseball guy. He was he team. was he was pretty pissed off though. The GCU looked like they were gonna start some crap with the Huskers, and I would have been pissed off too. But that wasn't the case. And there were more Huskers in the stands than there were GCU fans. That doesn't surprise me. I'm if I'm being honest, I always thought Grand Canyon University was just like an online school, like Phoenix University or whatever, Phoenix College. Good. <laughs> okay. The Yinglings. <laughs> it's not the Yinglings. It's just Greg being Greg. Sorry, everybody. Okay, GCU was originally, they were kind of right by my house, okay? And then they they built or they bought all this property just on the other side of I-17, which if you're in Phoenix, there's like I-17 divides Phoenix into. There's the west side and then the east side. The west side is not so good. Yeah, west side. <laughs> west side was not so good. But GCU bought like all of these neighborhoods and built this enormous, beautiful campus, totally safe. Like in order to get in anytime, you have to go through um, a guard at a guard gate. So it's it's a great school. And they have great sports too. I mean... They're okay. They lost three out of four to Nebraska. So I know. Okay, I think I think soccer and basketball are their sports mainly. Okay. I guess I honestly thought it was like one of those like Vatterock College types of places where you know if you're 36 and the factory closed down, you can get your online degree at GCU. I think you can. I'm sure you can. <laughs> That's just that's all I ever do. I when I when I saw that they were on Nebraska's schedule, honestly, I was a little surprised. I'm like, I mean, talk about punching down is was my initial reaction. So they're not bad though. All right, all right. Oh, what do I care? I mean, you, you don't care. You're no. You're I just want Nebraska. the Huskers to annihilate everybody on our schedule. Doesn't matter if it's diving or bowling. I don't care. There's no uh, uh, defense in those two sports. <laughs> True. Can't True confirm. Do that. All right. Take us uh, to our next destination. Yes. Okay. So, can we talk about football? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's our show. I think we can talk about whatever we want. Tomorrow, we... for God's sakes, we're watching Young Guns, so who the hell knows? <laughs> so, did you watch the game Sunday? Uh, yes. Okay. Did you see the halftime show? They don't usually air that. Well, you can watch it on other things, but they they aired I, a little bit of it. I saw bits and pieces. Okay. If I actually, if I remember correctly, I went from uh, at halftime. I went from watching the game, and I put on uh, is it Harry Potter. For, for okay. 15 minutes for, for the kids, you know, for the kids. Aww. Very nice. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a nice dad most of the time. That's nice. Don't cross me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> they had a dunk contest with the football players. I saw that. And it was so unexpected and so great 
fun. So Jeremiah Charles, Heinrich Harburg, um, who else? Kai Wallen, Thomas Bedoni, and Emmett Johnson. Bye. They were actually, okay, so I didn't watch the whole thing till later, the dunk contest. I was, I watched the, the highlights and it looked like, you know, they were like kicking butt with these dunks. But if you watch the whole thing, I mean, it, they got like one dunk out of five tries. Oh, that's fine. But, but there was a huge highlight and that is Jeremiah Charles one and this kid looked like he was channeling his best air jordan he just i mean he's like swimming in the air like to the basket and dunks so that was really cool um as well as emmett johnson tried to jump over matt roll on the very last one it was so cute so and matt was just standing there right underneath the basket so Josh asks, was it uh, Charles that stole the show? Dude's a freak athlete. And I think we established that it was. And James Boardman says, the back of Rule's head was hit by bits and pieces. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. And I'm not sure if Matt Rule's going to do that ever again because of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he tried several times, too. <laughs> MK called it Badonka junked. Uh Fred says, amateurs, Dylan would have hit 10 out of 10 dunks easy. I know. We'll, we'll get, don't worry. We have we have something special just for Minnie regarding DR. All right, just hang tight. Um, but it was good. And then we saw uh, up in Ainsworth, I think it was Ainsworth. Uh, I'm, I know he's from Ainsworth. I just don't know if it was a home game. Carter Nelson was uh, put out a video of him practicing his uh, dunks for next year's competition, so. Um, he has a bit of an advantage. He's six foot seven feet tall. So I think it's wonderful. Um, uh, I'll let that, you read this one, Minnie. Oh, go ahead. And it, it takes a lot of guts to tea, teabag our head coach in full PBA, in a full PBA. Um, it does, but I don't think that was the intention. I think he really, in his mind, he's soaring over Matt Roll, and just to prove how much he can soar, he had Matt Roll stand under the basket. It just didn't work out. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> it is not going to help that young man's playing time any this fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Fred says, not Minnie's bits, though. Hashtag Minnie's <laughs> bits never forget. <laughs> no. Um but, you know, I was really surprised to see Thomas Fedoni out there. Yeah, well, that's because he's a, an injury-prone uh, individual who really shouldn't be doing any more extraneous uh, exercise than he has to for a scholarship. I mean, he looks he looks like he, he's never been injured a day in his life with his knee. His knees are holding up perfectly. The, the other way to take that is, I was surprised to see Thomas Fedoni out there. Why? Because he's white and white men can't jump? <laughs> no. Are you sure? No. I'm I'm sure. By the that way, that is the, another movie that I would not like to see anytime soon. Which one? The White 1992 the 1992 original 
starring Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, or the remake from last year that's guaranteed to not be good? How would they remake that? Why do they remake anything? Because it's Hollywood and they're out of original ideas. <laughs> All right. Fred says, some days you're the teabagger, some days you're the teabaggy. <laughs> or for this old uh, country music song, sometimes you're the windshield and sometimes you're the bug. <laughs> I, sorry, Fred. <laughs> Such a disappointment. Okay. Right. Well, now that we have that out of the way, let's get there. Also, on Sunday at noon, there was this excitement building for 24 hours because. Huskers.com told us that we could expect episode one for Nebraska Huskers football. And you know how they, they started that last year? Mm -hmm. And Rule stood up there and he's like, yeah, I'm not so sure I'm going to let them do that again. And I was like, oh, so brokenhearted because those are my favorite all-time shows. Like, I could just watch them. 50 times a day just listen to him especially when he's giving his pep talks but they had one called chasing three that's it just that was the title chasing three which you know why they named it that Because we lost five games by three last season. Oh, I thought it was because they were following around three players <laughs> and their no. journeys and their stories. No, but I can see how you might think that. They actually. Yeah. Maybe I'm right and you're wrong. Ugh. You could be because that was almost what How's they it feel? did. Yeah. A guy's right for a change. Yeah. Huh. But I don't think so. I think you're off by one. Hmm. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> okay, so they talked about Nash Hutmacher and his, you know, the thing about him going and talking to Coach Knighton and saying, what do you think? Yes, that's what I say, Aaron. Well, say it out loud for the people who are. Three points from a damn bowl game last year. And I think that just sticks in everyone's craw. It's in my craw so much that I forgot. So. No, you didn't. Well, I mean, you know, like it's in the past, and I got a bad memory, so it's moved out for other important things. Okay. All right. Sorry. Well, okay. Nash Hutmacher. Nash Hutmacher. Nash Hutmacher. <laughs> How many yinglings have you had, Minnie? None. Yeah. Playing wrestling. Nush. <laughs> and just the excitement that all the coaches had for him. Like everybody was like, absolutely. Go for it. Absolutely. So then they talked to Tony White and he's like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? You know, Nash wants to talk to me. Is he leaving? You know, is he not going to play? And he's like, absolutely. I think that's wonderful. Go play. Who wears 50? Conspiracy. Is it a mm -hmm. conspiracy? Might be five points or five games, three points, 
Three times five equals 15. Who wears number 15? That's from MK, and I think we all know. Josh says Tommy Frazier wore number 15. Yeah, no. That's not who we're talking about, Josh. <laughs> There's only one in the 21st century, Josh, that matters. You know, somebody won national championships, and someone's coming in with some hype and a big so fan. And it's so hard for me not to, you know, not to talk about him. But since you guys insist, everyone, it's, everyone. It's, <laughs> you wait for this portion of the show every day or every week when we when we nudge you just enough. To, you're like, the dam's bursting. Here's all the deep <laughs> knowledge you need for the week and go. Okay. So here's the thing. I wonder what it must feel like to be an 18-year-old kid with this much pressure. I feel like the media is putting so much more pressure on him than there needs to be because I know it's the off-season. But this is what everyone is talking about. Everyone on three, ESPN, like everybody is talking about, is he going to start? Is he going to start? And honestly, this poor kid... Of course he's going to start, but we don't need, let's just let him lay low because he's trying to lay low right now. Are, are we putting pressure on him or are you putting pressure on him? No, I'm not. I'm not. I think, I think it's the other media outlets that are doing that. We're just in full support, whatever he wants to do. <laughs> right. Like when he wanted to go to Georgia, you were in full support. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't. Well, here's what Chasing 3 gave us. It gave us glimpses into, uh, and we're going to get, I know this is out of order, and I apologize. Lord knows. Uh, first of all, it gave us a look into uh, Nash Hutmacher and his return to wrestling for the first time in four years. And brilliant comment here by Fred uh, saying going for three, which was inaccurate, chasing regardless, was pretty good. Uh, Hutmacher's dad needs to leave a little bicep and tricep days for the rest of us. <laughs> He's definitely hitting all the arms days that I'm not going to in the gym. Uh, that, uh, that guy's nuts. Um, but it also talk, told us a little bit about Ty Robinson, which we'll get to. I'm not – I'm mentioning it's a called a tease because uh, it's in the notes. I don't want to want to make you. sure we get all of all. But uh, apparently, on the diet and nutrition uh, side of things, they they don't just you know say hey you need to have 18 raw eggs in the morning and you know whatever uh, 43 grams of protein powder. They actually are teaching these kids how to cook, how to cook healthy. Uh, and you know, for freshmen, it's a lot of, uh, freshmen. Yeah. Yeah. New kids on campus. It's a lot of, you know, in-person, uh, training sessions for some of the older cats. It's, uh, it's, you know, done virtually, but it gave us this. And as soon as I saw this scene, I said, I know I've got to save this. This is, I, I, I just, I just wish you all could see. Minnie's reaction. <laughs> I saw that. He was learning how to cook chicken parmigiana. 
Parmigiana. It's not Which how I'd pronounce it, but chicken. Well, how do how do you pronounce it in Illinois? I, I always thought it was just chicken parmesan. That's what you would say. But yeah. he's Italian, also, right? Raiola. I thought he was. I'm not. I'm gonna say this as politely as I can. South Pacific ish. Yeah, he is also, but I think that he must have some Italian in him as well, because I think that's what the last name is. <laughs> <laughs> Full mini swoon. Laugh out loud. For Thanks, sure, Josh. Josh. <laughs> and Josh says. Josh's request is for him to cook you a nice meal. <laughs> Married with three daughters, sir. All right, just slow down. This is strictly mm. professional from a fan standpoint, okay? He's also 18 years old, so let's... He'll be 19 in May. I see you know that, and everything that I say just goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to know that. Okay. I don't know anybody's birthday. Like, I know my wife's, I know my kids and my family, but I, I don't know John. Oh, birthday. speaking of birthdays, Fred Sacco is going to have a birthday either tomorrow or this weekend because he's not going to be at our party, our party. Right. Yeah, we learned that last week. We're traumatized <laughs> with this realization that uh, due to Fred's birthday, he's going to miss our. Watch along party. And we just wish uh, that he has a great time with his friends or with his family. And he's safe, makes good decisions. That's actually something one of my twins said to me when I was leaving the house to go to, to you know, work this evening, which is a weird thing to say. Like, you know, I had meetings and appointments, and he says, Bye, Daddy, make good decisions. I was like, What? Aw, so sweet. So. He must. I bet he heard that from your wife. You know, because we tell it to our oldest all the time. Like, make good decisions. Mm -hmm. Don't be, a, don't be like your father. Don't be a screw up. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. See, I was right. He's oh. Dylan, Dylan Raiola is Polynesian. Well, I know, but just because he's Polynesian doesn't mean he can't be also Italian. I'm pretty sure that's it, exactly what it means. No, it isn't. I, you're not allowed to. I'm just saying. You're not. No. See, okay. we have three for Pacific Island esque and zero for Italiano. I'm just <laughs> I just don't think Raiola is a Polynesian name. I, I mean, okay, but I guess you're wrong because they're Because <laughs> everybody else thinks so? Watch. It's right. going to come out that there was an Italian grandfather years ago. I, who 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 are we going to get to verify this? Like, do you want me to get Dom need, on the phone? We need, yeah, we need Dylan. It is DNA. Aaron, Aaron says if he's at Olive Garden, he's family. Did you say you need Dylan's DNA? We got to stop the show. Crying out loud, this, this show's gone too far. What are we saying now? Um, all right, update here. Fred says that due to the fact he's been sick, he had to cancel plans. So Fred will be here oh, with us tomorrow yeah. night. I'm sorry um, you're sick, but I'm glad you're, you'll be with us. 
Josh, uh, there, there's quite a bromance going on. I don't know if you've picked up on this between Fred and Josh. Josh says that's the best silver lining I've heard all week, Fred. So uh, we wish you a speedy recovery, and we're going to be happy to spend another evening with you. I don't know why y'all do this to yourselves. Like, Thank you. Can you just, can you click on Josh's last comment, please? I can't see it. Are you able to click on it? Hold on. No. I thought you, you got glasses so you can read. <laughs> I gave you how to read. <laughs> All right. For you, for Josh, who did the, Josh did the research, says Ryola on a quick Google is indeed an Italian name. It's Italian. See? Did you? All right. So what you're saying is that Dylan was probably teaching the, everybody else how to make the chicken parmesan. <laughs> exactly. What this show has gone so far off the rails. All right. Let's talk about our man, Mr. Ty Robinson. So in the chasing three, what did you want to say something? No, I was just, it was a very Sorry. long pause that I thought you were going to say something much sooner than that. I like letting people linger there for a second. Okay. So in the chasing three, Ty Robinson, they pointed out, you know, all this hype because he wanted to talk. Remember he had to make up his mind um, back in the season. And he want, before he said anything to anyone, he wanted to talk to coach role and he obviously could have declared for the NFL. In fact, Tony White said, you know, he could be making $10 million in the NFL easily, but he wants to come back and play for Nebraska. And I'm so glad they brought that up. It was, um, I, I, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily like a, a, a revelation you know I, I i like that they did a deep dive into it because i, I think he announced that what was it before or after the iowa game you know like oh you're gonna have a decision to make and he he basically said there's not going to be a discussion there's not going to be you know will he or won't he he's like I'm, I'm coming i'm gonna come back um but i just i think for me the biggest takeaway of of the, the ty robinson portion of the chasing three episode one or you know however you is the fact that that dude's a leader, you know, like I, I feel like he's got, he's got that, that heart. I'm not saying five heart. Like I'm not trying to, you know, does he, he have the five heart? I, he does, but you know, he, he, he does. He's does. got, he's got that. I wasn't trying to usurp, you know, his, his time. I didn't want to, I didn't want to overshadow him with what we do here. <laughs> um, Oh, well, no, but I, I like that that's the name of your show, that you're the panelist. And you I really, mean, you had to. You, you, you can totally say, okay, that, that dude has five hearts. He, time out. Ty Robinson, great. Yeah, five heart. But you say the name of your show. So you acknowledge, and then you just call me a, pa a panelist? Well, okay, so here's the deal. I didn't, you know how I had you um, for tomorrow night. We're we're watching the Young Guns game or movie. Uh -huh. 
but I sent to you this um, kind of questionnaire to find out what, um, which one you are as far yes. as. I was going to save that for tomorrow, but yes. Well, I'm going to have to retake it because I feel guilty because I'm Billy the Kid. Okay. So I'm running the show. <laughs> Just one more thing. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's been fun, everybody. Um, <laughs> I guess tonight's going to be my last I'm night. I'm going to retake it. So somebody else can be Billy. Well, make sure you screenshot and get that to me. We can throw it in the show tomorrow and, and uh, we'll have some fun with it. Anyway, that's... I'm just I'm just a peon. I am just a sidekick. Yeah, so Ty Robinson coming back. Um he talked as, as Josh says talked with Coach Knighton and, and the loss to Wisconsin in overtime, you know, I think what is is most I feel like Ty Robinson believes in in this team and the direction in Matt Rule and feels like there's some significant unfinished business. Uh, to be done. And Vince with a great one. Yeah. Uh, he wants to be a doctor after football. So I think he's got, I mean, he's got one or two degrees now. I mean, he might have his, his graduate degree. I don't, don't know, but just well, well yeah. done to him. I'm so excited that he's coming back. He's just about done with his degree. If I'm not mistaken in that chasing three, that's what they said. So maybe he's already done um, and he's going to be a pediatrician. That's kudos to him. I mean, I know. also, Amazing. you know, how'd you like to be, you know, sometimes kids are scared of the doctors, right? And then you, you go into the, doc, the doctor's office and your doctor is like six foot seven and, you know, offense or defensive lineman build. You're like, <laughs> you know, it, it the kind of reaction that would make one of my twins uh, fill his diaper, like oh shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, very excited for him coming back. I was gonna, and honestly, I love that 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 interior duo of, of him and the polar bear. You know, that's gonna be really, especially if Nash keeps some of the weight off. Um, I'm not saying he has to be at 285. I don't know if that's necessarily functional for an uh, interior defensive lineman, but he's a little quicker. I mean, they, they address this in the chasing three, right? He's quicker. He dropped 40 pounds in a month. Um, I can't fathom that. I'm not, I'm I, no, I can't. He was eating six meals a day. Yeah, and they just have to be like do everything else, just cut three meals. <laughs> meals. Wonder what were in those meals. Yeah. So lastly, having to do with football, Tony White just gave an interview today to Husker Online. And it was so funny because he said, Oh, don't talk to me about meetings i just got out of one he goes i'm just so mad i'm so pissed off about last season and they're like what's going on and he goes he's angry 
angry about the third down last year. Even though they were the 11th defense in the country, he's still, that's not good enough. And he said that they are starting at the bottom. What they did last year doesn't matter. What matters is what's going on right now. And that's how he's keeping the guys hungry for more is the mat drills and the competitions. And he was asked about Jeremiah Charles. And he goes, yeah, that dude is an elite athlete. And he goes, it just goes to show you what can happen if you have development and evaluation of talent. Because last year, remember, they spent most of the year trying to figure out, is the offense, is the defense, is, right. you know, what's he going to be doing? And he's just, he's, he's going to be a major contributor this year, which I'm so excited about. And that's about all I have on that. I like that uh, Josh's coming here. Pissed Tony White is going to be good for business. Although I have, I do have a feeling that a pissed off Tony White that's good for business is also going to make it expensive to keep Tony White. Um, but the he, he did talk about that some as well because he's like, you know, he said it in the press conference during the season. He goes, "I've never been in a situation like this where a head coach is backing me." trying to mold me into being a successful head coach further down the road. Mm-hmm. Because then I can't even think about that right now. All I want to think about is how can I get this defense to where they need to be? And he goes, and it's not me. It's the players. It's the coaches. And he named every single coach by name. One thing they didn't ask him, which I really wanted to know, is how did he come about becoming the head coach or the excuse me, the defensive coach at Nebraska? Because he didn't have a history with that role. It's just sometimes you get lucky. Yeah. I mean it was a perfect fit when you think about it. Fred says Greg was in the same position as Tony White. All the podcasts wanted him until he got demoted on his own show. <laughs> I just want to say, y'all have fun doing that Young Guns thing tomorrow without me. <laughs> so. We couldn't, possibly. Speaking of guns, where's Highlander Gun tonight? He's probably just like saving it for tomorrow night. All right, he better. I'm guessing. You better. Um, speaking of uh, people we are glad is here, Brando Sports World. Man, I'm late. I never see my notification. We're going to have to start over, guys. Okay. We're not going to start over. Tomorrow night, though, make sure you're – what? if We ha- we have to decide the time. Is it 9 o'clock? I, I, I don't see why it would be 7.30. I, I think we need to maintain consistency. Okay, 9 o'clock. Tomorrow night, be here or be square. That's not Minnie's basement, just so you know. It's just here with us on the stream for the viewing of the young guns. Right? Right. 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 And it's important to note, 
Young Guns came about because of uh, a challenge, a dare that we had during the football season last year. And we'll remind everybody, we'll, we'll rehash this all again tomorrow. Um, but I was like, yeah, John, John's like, I don't want to watch that. That movie sucks. I said, oh, we can raise a hundred bucks. We'll, we'll make John watch it. And so I put in a hundred bucks super chat right then and there. Um, and then we started raising money for Team Jack. To the point that, you know, before the end of the year, for tax purposes or whatnot, uh, John just donated $1,000 to the Team Jack Foundation, which is more than double what we raised. Um, but out of the out of the coordination coffers, I suppose. Uh, and so now we're legally obligated through uh, our duty to you, the Chatterfields, to uh, watch the Young Guns with John and, and uh, make sure the old buzzard stays awake long enough to get through it. So it's going to be so fun. I it can't wait. It wouldn't happen without you all. And we're so excited mm-hmm. to, to be here. So yes, make sure you join our watch party tomorrow night. That is right. And hopefully we don't get kicked off YouTube. <laughs> Cause not entirely sure of the legality of just showing somebody else's movie. Um, but I'll say this. I might actually purchase it on YouTube but no, I don't know. That might become like a weird inception thing. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, I think we've got a pretty good plan in place. Um, Josh wants to know $1,000. That's fantastic. Can we donate during the show tomorrow too? Yes. Uh, and I'll put my Venmo up on the, the screen so you know right <laughs> where to donate to because uh, uh, I got bills to pay too. So Just, um, just donate in Yingling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I'll have to put more in the fridge now after tonight. Um Melissa says, Minnie, is he going to wear his robe? Is John going to wear his robe? I'm pretty sure. Well, we did tell him to wear something Western. That's right. And Vince says, John in nothing but a robe and chaps. Or apparently, as some people say, chaps, which is wrong, but whatever. <laughs> um, Daddy needs a new case of yingling. Let me tell you. Yeah, just for fun. How about that? <laughs> Nobody's going to take that case of yingling out of Big E's hands. I'll tell you that much. Um, all right. Minnie, have we gone through the, the list? Have we have we accomplished all that you set out to accomplish tonight? Great. Yep. Well, I want to I want to put this up. Um, I mentioned earlier that Rank Mast had a double-double. And I actually had this in mind for last week, but I forgot to post it, share it, whatever. This is one of those crazy statistics you hear about, and I just want to put this out there. This was this news over a week old, so it's not brand new. But this uh, uh, high school basketball player named uh, Kiona Christmas had a quintuple double last week. Uh, She's at uh, Fonda Fultonville in Fonda, New York. 11 points, 20 rebounds, 11 assists, 10 steals, and 10 blocks. I've never heard of a quintuple double before. Uh, so when I came across that, I was like, well, let's give her her flowers and, uh, you know, just, just put that out there in the world to, to recognize what is a very outstanding achievement. Very good. Did you play high school sports? I did. Um, I played did three years. Play? I played uh, three years of baseball, uh, junior or sophomore, junior season years. Um, and I was, let's see, I did freshman basketball 
and I was on the golf team for freshman year and then sophomore year, I found out I was no longer on the golf team when it's like with that first pep rally of the year when the coach is up there and he's it's like recognizing all the all the golfers and oh no my name didn't get announced and I said now full disclosure our our home golf course was on the other side of the county we didn't have one of our own so I always had to get rides and my ride stopped giving me a ride so I guess my coach decided or, or thought I didn't want to be on the team anymore so didn't announce me I looked at my buddy I was like guess I'm not on the golf team anymore <laughs> so I hope he didn't just invest in new golf clubs <laughs> custom made that's not a lie I had custom made golf clubs for my freshman year that is horrible um so sorry. it's all good it is perfectly fine I uh I I played baseball I, I joke I was on the team. I didn't play a ton, especially varsity. Um, but uh, I knew my knew my role, uh, and, and I I just enjoyed being on the team. Um, I, I consider myself a ten run player, which meant I was I played if we were up by ten, or I played if we were down by ten. <laughs> um, I, you know, I was never much of an athlete, but I was a heck of an athletic supporter. That matters. There's a joke in there for the guys know what I'm talking about. Maybe not so much the ladies, but uh, no, I did, did my, you know, just played my role. So, but uh, how about you, Minnie? Did you play sports in high school? I did. Yep. Let's see. All of them, One right? of these days I'm going to have to dig, <laughs> dig out some newspaper clippings because Believe it or not, I used to hit home runs. Really? Yeah. I'm right? not surprised by that. I just, you know, I'm you, I'm totally surprised still. <laughs> I they uh, so it got to the, be the end of my senior year, and again, I knew, I knew where I was. Um, it was the, it was the Saturday after prom. The game on prom night was canceled, which sucked because we would have got shelled by that team, so I would have had a chance to play. But I had asked my coach, I said, hey, coach, you know, senior year, we're coming down to the end of the season. I said, can I, like, start a game or something like that? He's like, we'll see what we can do, Greg. And it was a team that was not very good, so I actually got to start. Um, they, I hit a ball like an infield pop fly that went off the first baseman's glove or something like that and was considered – it was in play, but it went out there like should have been ruled an error. But in the box score, Greg Mahachko got a hit that day, so I'll take it. Good going. Um, That's the way to go out right there. Sophomore year, JV baseball, I hit nine right because I'm slow as shit. Still, I mean, I'm I'm slower now, obviously, because I got a bad knee. Um, I get hit by a pitch with two outs, so I'm at first. And I look over to my coach at third base, and he's giving the signs, and he tells, wants me to steal. I get thrown out with like five feet in front of the bag so that he could have the top of the lineup up to bat at the next inning. So that, that's mm. how they thought of me. But, <laughs> again, um, oh. I, I like the comments. This is, this is not a this is not a let's rally for Greg. Let's give Greg his moment. But well, uh, I, think, I think we do need to give you – a little bit of we're we're just happy that 
sports didn't work out for you and that you're here with us. <laughs> yeah, neither did radio, neither did a lot of things <laughs> in my life. Um, yeah, uh, so James Boardman does the Rudy chant and then changes it to, which is great. Uh, Fred calls me the sacrificial lamb. That's it. That should be a great shirt at, at Coronation uh, or copycorn.com. Uh, that's it. Five heart dunk contest halftime next home game. Greg has to jump over John. That will never happen. And poor John will die again. Um, yeah, just, you know, great comments. Again, we are so appreciative of all of you who spend not just, I mean, look, you've been with us Monday night. I mean, with the lesser, like the, the, the spinoff show, right. Um, here we are. The, the no, we're or they, they are. That's what I thought. Five Heart was here first. Um, their Monday Night Therapy has only been around since the beginning of the 2022 season, and it it came directly out of that loss. I can't believe we're going there, but let's do it. Let's have this conversation. If it was born directly out of that loss in Ireland and Northwestern, when John and Todd felt like we need to we need to discuss our feelings over this. And so Monday Night Therapy was born. It was actually the first live show that they did here. Um, and and, and you, you know, that, were you there? You were there, and so was Haas. No. Right? No. Where? On the show. No. No. I, okay. I've only popped in periodically to confuse Todd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, I like I like Melissa says I like Todd. I do too. I do too. Nothing in there about liking Greg. That's fine. I see how it is. I'm just a <laughs> peon panelist. Um, Fred says, "We're glad everything fell apart for you, so you're stuck with us." <laughs> that's a that's a great mini quote there. Thank you. Um, no, I'm you know every and and Josh knows this because I've known Josh for almost 20 years now. But every every step in my life, just like every step in everybody else's life, has led us to where we are now. You know, in, in the big picture, maybe way too sentimental or philosophical way, I wouldn't change anything because I love my life now. I, I say it a hundred times a week. I'm blessed far beyond my deserving. And so the fact that the fact that you all, you Chatterfields come out and spend spend time with us, spend time with Todd and John on on Mondays and then for whatever reason, you're giving up a perfectly good Friday night to watch Young Guns with us tomorrow night as well. I, I'm blown away. Just exceptionally uh, uh, grateful for all of you. You as well, Minnie, because you're you're a Chatterfield at heart. I am. I still am. Thank you. That's right. Fred says, I've known Josh, or you've known Josh 20 years. They had time back then. That's how time works, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Fred also says, Man, if you're going to go demoting people, you should know which show was first. <laughs> I should. Well, I do know a little trivia on the five part podcast. Okay. It started with a company called the Jittery Monkey. Isn't that right? Is that what it was called? That's that's the podcast network. Yes, that's the podcast network. I started in June of 2013. That is my podcast network. Wow. And and before 
before the pod, I mean, it was always a coordination podcast, but before there was the Vox Media, Megaphone used to be the platform that we housed the, uh, the, the, the shows on, and now it's Podbean. Uh, but before all that, it was jitterymonkey.com, jittermonkey podcast network. So I don't know where I saw that, but I don't know. That's I thought, I thought that's the reason there's a monkey on the icon for five heart. Is that? That, that is one. it. Let's see if I can. Let's see quickly. So I have a whole thing about this. Let's see how quickly I can. Again, because I, I don't. How did we end up here? Good lord. Uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Look at. Okay, Fred just made a comment. Bonus points. What was Fred's first smart-ass comment about our former head coach? <laughs> Good Lord, which one? Well, okay, um, so you would have to... Oh, there it is. So that's this the original Jittery Monkey. And this is my other podcast, Nerds United, because I'm a huge nerd with comic books and all that fun stuff. Um, let's see, where, where, where are the other ones? And you still... Included that N, I noticed. Hmm? There's a N on your logo. Oh, yeah, because it's... Pretend it's, like that's Nebraska. That's fine. That's, that's in fact, that's encouraged, Minnie. Let's <laughs> see. Do we, why are we doing this now? It's, if people, I feel like at the end of Ferris Bueller, like the show's all over. all roads lead back to Nebraska, speaking of which, real quick. And then we... Yes, ma'am. So, remember, John... Last week gave me homework. Do you remember this? Yes, and you're going to tell me as a refresher everything about that homework right now. Oh, my gosh. You told me, go buy this book and read it, and then next week I'll give you another homework assignment. Of course, he's not here, but just so you know, I did do this, and then I started reading it, and it's a great book. I'm glad he recommended it to me, especially not being from Nebraska. There's so much like information, little nuggets that you would never know. For instance, they talked about why the water well, you know, the crank thingy, mm -hmm. why it's painted red. Do you know why? No. I know it's crazy. Um, so the Gilmans are two brothers. Their wagon gave out just near the bank of Platte, the Platte River. So that's where they had to stop. They were actually headed to like the gold mine, gold rush. And so they decided to dig a well there and put in their little handheld well crank thingy. And they painted it red, and it was for all the the people that were oh, wow. kind of going. I know, isn't that neat? I and no so idea. that's why Nebraska is scarlet. That's one of our colors. I know. Like, isn't that interesting? So, good read. And how about this? Do we talk about history? That tomorrow, March first, is Nebraska Statehood Day. 157 years old, and we get to get together again as a family tomorrow night and watch a movie. So it's going to be a good time. 
Can't wait. Uh, let's see. Fred says that you're upset that there's not one mention of Dylan in that book. Not that I've read yet. There might be. I'm sure all roads lead to Dylan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find one. And at 9.13, Don Dre, who popped in, I don't know if Don's still around because it's been over an hour, but I figured this is the perfect question to end on. And whether we all answer it now or whether we bring our best answers back tomorrow night, Don Dre says, why Nebraska? Or do you think he meant why Nebraska? Like, why did we lose tonight? I didn't. That That's, that's the only comment Don left all night long. <laughs> So, Don, if you're still with us, first of all, God bless you, sir. But what in what context? I, I say, why not Nebraska? Yeah, I'm right there with you, Josh. Why not us, in all caps? So, Fred says, I've said, why Nebraska after almost every game the last 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> and Melissa says, because they're the best. All right answers. You bring your own answer tomorrow when we get together 9 o'clock Central for a little watch-along of the Young Guns with our founder, our fearless leader, Mr. John Dam Johnston, who couldn't be with us tonight because we exhaust him and we would much rather him uh, endure the Young Guns than just another Thursday night. I don't know. That that made us sound minimalist, and I didn't mean it, but uh, we had a great time tonight. Minnie, I hope you did. Mm-hmm. I know I did. And uh, looking forward to putting the band back together tomorrow with the Young Guns. Remember, uh, I I don't know where I was going with that. I was supposed to be a a Young Guns quip, but that fell apart very quickly. So Young Guns tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. We're not going to have a post on coordination.com about that. We're going to try to keep this on the DL as much as possible. Um, But that'll do it for this episode of the Five Heart Podcast. For my co-host over here, Minnie, thank you for joining us from uh, sunny and warm Arizona. I am your host, host, Greg Mahochko. This is the Five Heart Podcast. We remind you each and every week that Five Heart is all the heart you need. Minnie? Uh, wait, wrong way. <laughs> this way. For my panelist, Greg. I'm <laughs> just kidding. All right. I'm done. Go Big Red. <laughs> Greg, you're so bad. Kicking me off my damn show. I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, like Josh says, hit like. Thank you. Hit it. Hit it again, and we'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs>